When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Well, Matt, fellow adventurers, once again, we are Sir Crokington. And apparently, something has happened in Hawklaw. I kind of know what, but for the purposes of this... For the purposes of this story, I don't know. Anyway, the only way to find out is to go there. Maybe Pillipor in the Stoneback Tavern will be able to tell us what's going on. Visit Hawklaw. You in Hawklaw. Yeah, and okay, it's reputation. And it's the same. Your reputation and adventure is unparalleled in Hawklaw's surrounding area. The grateful populace of this small village will never forget your astounding triumph over the fearsome mountain giant, Justice Khan. Staring along the village's, village's main thoroughfare, you're suddenly and inexplicably overcome by a strange feeling, as if you're somehow able to sense that something is about to change forever. Visit hurts. Leave the merchant Oh, wait. I visited the Merchantile, and then I left, and... A chill wind swept off the slopes of the mighty Fedoran Wage howls it tears through the hard hills. The days and nights in the kingdom's remote southwestern region are now haunted by the frozen silence of the season. Winter has settled in across the north broadlands. An ever-deepening blanket of crisp white snow now covers the village of Hawklaw. Making your way along Hawklaw's snow, snowbound thoroughfare, past many of the village's more familiar sites, Begin to wonder why little of the recent snowfall has been cleared. Oh, oh, well, am I really early in the morning? Maybe that's it. As you draw near to the centre of the village, you suddenly realise that the windows of the Stoneback Tavern and the Hills Feet Inn are dark. Despite the frigid weather that now grips the region, no smoke issues from the chimneys of any of the nearby buildings, 
Looking in all directions along the broad concourse, you can see no prince save your own, in the freshly fallen covering of snow. It's as if the village has been deserted, suddenly. Partly, partly obscured behind the snow-laden gusts of winter's breath that tear mindlessly through the forest there, you spot a tall, thin, rigid figure moving in your direction. For a moment, the wind subsides, and the veil of white that concealed the figure's slow but steady approach suddenly lifts. Your heart skips a beat. Striding through the knee-deep blanket of snow, its silent motion in harmony with the unnerving quiet of the deserted village, is a lone Otorok. Oh, they've got this far now? That's like half the kingdom away! As a sinister wooden iron being advances on you, a thousand dark and unsettling thoughts flood your mind. You immediately realise the hidden danger of the lone minion of Coratel, or perhaps someone else, and the gruesome fate that may have already befallen the people of Hawklaw. With your heart pounding and your wage building, you step forward to engage your silent, fierce, fearless foe. Okay, I'm definitely going to equip Umdro's Oaken Wad for, for this, because... Its whole point is fighting Otorok, begin combat. The Otorok swipes with its iron-tipped wooden limbs. It's adapted its combat tactics to match yours. It's adapted to be 11 plus this time. Gonna fight it normally. It tries, tries to hit me a staggering blow, but my body and spirit help me avoid being stunned, so it only does 9 damage. Umdral's oaken wad suddenly emits a blazing green glow. The Otorok is stunned. It can't attack this round. Oh, it's stunned again. And it's stunned again. Very handy, that. St strikes you a staggering blow. You've been stunned. You're not able to act during the next round of combat. Alright, a staggering blow again. Body and spirit, but didn't stick this time. It is slain. Okay, I think I think you've seen. Oh, that's that's enough of actually manually fighting the old rock. Nine XP. You step back from the pile of splintered wood and twisted iron now lying in the snow at your feet. You glance quickly in all directions, half expecting to find an entire legion of the deadly magical beings advancing on you. But the village around you is silent and still. Despite your immediate relief at the absence of any further Otorok, you realise your next task must be to explore Hawklaw and determine what has happened here. Nothing stirs in Hawklaw. A grim silence hangs over the dark, deserted, snowbound village. Standing near the village centre, Next to the splintered remains of the lone Otorok you encountered, you carefully survey the unsettling scenario into which you've been thrust as you prepare to plot your next move. Now when, when there's one Otorok, there's usually other Otorok around. Alright, I can investigate 
Herc's Merchantile, the Hawklaw Spit The Hawklaw Smithy, the Stoneback Tavern, the Hills Feet Inn, the Village Council Building, the Stables, the Church, and the Residence of Umdwell the Sage. There are presumably there are other places in Hawklaw. Like, like, it, like the shop of that guy who is is in the outfitter or something. Yeah, you know, he gave me the adventure. He gave me the goblin doom. Iswin, yeah, Iswin's shop, but well, that that's been closed for a long time, so. Presumably it's not. We know it's closed because we saw it being closed, so we, we don't have to check that. All right. Well, we'll, we'll start at the top with Herc's Merchantile. The moment you step into the Merchantile, the, so the sound of movement from every dark core, every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, moving swiftly to surround you, are eleven Oterok. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. Okay, first Oterok, just going to quick combat it. It is slain. 9 XP. The enchantment of devastation helped you score one roll of twenty. Ah uh, yes, I, I bought. I bought. I ended up buying both of the enchantments in the hopes that that would unlock the wing, but it, it didn't. And well, I told the GM about it, and well, we're just gonna have to hope it turns up. Because it it's still it, events. It's still in the event list, but you can't do it. Yeah. I don't know, probably some some variable some variable was flipped which wasn't taken account of or something like that. The old rock crumbles into a heap of splintered wood and twisted iron at your feet. 9xp. You quickly find yourself confronted by another of the silent sinister minions of Coratel. Although once again is it really Coratel? Because I think I think we we've we learnt that Woundskin has has Woundskin has Otrux and just attacking random villages for no reason. That is more his style. You know, attacking things, leaving it devastated and then with now they're retreating after someone has caught his interest. And I do happen to know that I have caught his interest. But I guess guess we can't we can never really be sure. Sure. How, what is Coratel and what is Woundskin? I mean, we don't even know if the attack on Ashley was Coratel. Cause well we all we know there's stuff going down in the headquarters of the Grey Circle. So, there's plots within plots, schemes within schemes. And presumably, 
We'll probably only... Maybe even once we bonk... Give Woundskim a proper bonking. It might not even all be revealed then. Yeah, because, you know, they'll probably... Just conveniently burn all the records. Burn all the records just before we're about to find them. You know, like when the British Empire was drawn from places. <laughs> Lots of records disappeared. Because, well, we did a lot of stuff we don't want people to know about. Because, you know, Empire. Otorok, 10 left. Quick combat, 9 XP. The Otorok crumples to a heap of splintered wood and twisted iron at your feet. Here's nine left. I just, I'm just going through these quickly. Eight. Bit of healing. Seven. Six. All right, we're halfway through this lot, but there'll be other lots to go. Five. The oat. The oh, The wad stuns it. Just in time for me to manually finish it off. Right, quick heal. Very handy button, that. Just three left. Alright, here comes the Pomultimate Otorak. And the final one. Six XP to general. I guess it didn't have time to adapt that time. And 1,024 experience to general, as the last of the Otorok staggers and then crumples into the ground at your feet. You step back and survey the interior of the merchant isle, despite the brutal melee that took place here. The structure itself has suffered little damage. As you prepare to make a quick search of the merchant isle, you spot something moving through the shadows to your left. A frail, bent man, his body wiped in, in, wrapped in a torn black cloak, and his drawn face betraying weariness steps into view and regards you with an emotionless stare. Clutched in his bony hands is a wooden staff. I'm thinking this is Glenoras. A word of caution, if I might, he says in a low, trembling voice. You now stand open defiance of he who has seen fit to this point to reserve final judgment on your perceived insolence you would show great wisdom were you to stand aside and not hinder a march who have no help of altering the man whom you are certain based on what was told you by Wood Woodbeer is Glenoras twirls the tip of his staff in the next instance, has vanished into thin air. You maintain a guarded posture for several minutes, in the event the treacherous mage might return, but he does not. As checking over your gear, you embark on a careful search of the premises. A thorough search of the merchantile turns up nothing of any additional interest, and no clues regarding the fate of the missing villagers. Determined to yet liberate Hawklaw and get to the bottom of this sinister business, you turn and make your way back outside. Uh. 
Okay, yeah, and if you go back, it's still empty. After taking a few moments to make sure it's safe to leave, you step out of the merchandise into the deadly winter's chill. Alright, next up is the smithy. The moment you step into the smithy, the sound of movement from every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Stand striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, moving swiftly to surround you are fifteen Oturok! Fifteen! That, that's a lot of Oturok! But she says, I don't imagine the smithy being that big. I bet there's there's probably maybe two. Hmm. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, there's going to be the room with the forge in, and he probably has a bed. He probably has a living quarters attached to it. Maybe there's enough. Okay, maybe, there's probably a room to store things. Okay, yeah, maybe there is enough space in the smith eaters to to put in fifteen Oturuk. Especially since Oturuk don't really care if they get crowded. Because they don't care about anything. Because, you know, they don't have feelings. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival at the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. I presumably just stand dust behind the door so they can only come at me one at a time. Or in any other pl- any other place where only one at a time can come at me. Yes, yes, I, I, that's something like that. Anyway, Otwa, quick combat it. There's fifteen left. Fourteen left. Thirteen left. Yes, that quick combat is very useful for this. You suddenly find yourself confronted by another. Of the silent, sinister minions of Koratau. Suddenly, you catch sight of a thin figure moving through the shadows on the far side of the womb. The figure thrusts a frail arm out towards the Oturuk, and the wooden iron being immediately adopts a faint golden glow. In the blink of an eye, the shadowy figure vanishes without a trace. This is a glowing Oturuk. Just going to fight that normally. It's adapted its combat tactics already. Tries to stagger me, doesn't work. Oh, it adapted to 8+, plus, so that makes this one pretty easy. Another failed staggering, and then another. The old truck is stunned. Very handy, old, old, old draws of wand. Alright, tries to stagger me again. It doesn't seem any different from the non-glowing old trucks. Maybe it's got more health. Anyway, it is slain. The enchantment of metal hoped to avoid one wall of one. The enchantment of devastation hoped to score three walls of twenty. Okay. Handy that. Yes. Oh, and ten XP. Alright. And the figure makes this one glow as well. Just going to quick combat that. Quick combat. No, ten left. Nine left. Do a bit of healing. 
eight left. Not sure what the difference between the glowing and the regular Otorox is, but we'll just see. Oh, oh, I'm nearly out of health. Use a quickstone. Use some quickstone twenties to finish it off. Now heal. Yes. Hmm. Oh, I think I'll get a one out. Just five left in this this room. Then four. Then three. Then two. And finally one. And that that ends this. And that end, that clears out this place. The smithy is cleared. Nine nine experience and a hundred and twenty one no one thousand and twenty four experience to general as the last of the Otrop staggers and then crumples to the ground at your feet. You step back and survey the interior of the smithy. Despite the brutal melee that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. Your search through the smithy takes a grim turn. We discover the body of Knell. Now, Hawkclaw's trusted blacksmith, who we bought things off, sprawled out on the floor at the back of the shop. Before you even stoop at his side, you realise that Nell is dead. A victim of the Silent Legion that swiftly and brutally invaded what had always been his sanctuary. You fold your arms across his chest and bid the smithy a sad farewell. Vowing his death will one day be avenged. And the Otorok, just smashing the Otorok won't really work as revenge because they're not, you know, they didn't choose to do this. you got to get the person you know who's behind it. Maybe Cortel, maybe Woundskin, probably definitely got to get Glenorus at some point. Yes, well, probably, probably at some point, maybe all three of them. Then that might be enough revenge. Or avenging, or whatever. With a heavy heart, and more determined than ever to see what, see that the last of the Otrok are driven from the village. You turn and make your way back outside. Alright, next up is the Stoneback Tavern. The moment you step into the tavern, the sound of movement from every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, swiftly moving to surround you, a 29 Otorok. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. Okay, I'll just be quick combating these. Crumbles to your feet. Quick combat. 26 left. 25 left. Bit of healing. 24. This one. Oh, this, this, the figure has made this one glowing. It's glowing and 23 left. Oh, hmm. Very nearly out of health. Anyway, it is slain. 
Enchantments. Enchantments helped me a bit with that fight. 22 left. 21. 20. 19 left. And this one starts glowing. Yeah, it's probably more health. Or maybe, or maybe they're more likely to do specials if they glow. Not, it's really hard to figure it out. Because you'd have to work out the chances for the regulars. Glowing out to work. Alright. Alright, quick combat this. Ooh, I'm starting to run out of... Never reserve. Okay. I'm going to fight this a couple of times. Now I'm going to run away. Fled from combat. You turn and attempt to flee from the tavern, narrowly dodging two well-placed swipes from your savage, from your silent foe. Picking a number. Bonus of 44. 40, 20 from agility, 6 from luck. And 18 from thievery. Pick now. 79 success. With the remarkable display of agility, you must to escape from the tavern. Much surely if you have not been followed. Because that's just that's just apparently just a thing Otorok do. They just stay in the building they have been assigned to. Alright. Now we're completely out of Neville Reserve. So, normally, if I was in Hawklaw, I wouldn't have to worry about Neville Reserve, because you could always just have a nap in the ta You could always have a nap in the tavern, or the inn, or any of the other, or pretty much any house in the village, actually, because I'm pretty sure any, any anyone in the village would put me up for the night. <laughs> you know, because I saved the whole... Because I've saved the entire region multiple times. Anyway, to Dernstig. Now, to my own my own small dwelling. And now I'm fully restored. Does Tiar have any elixirs? No. Alright. Travel. Hawklaw. Okay. Back to the Stoneback Tavern. Now, fortunately, the they didn't they didn't refill the Otorok while I was away for a bit. Quick combat. That's twelve left. Eleven left. Yeah, about nine XP after each fight. Nine left. Eight left. Quick heal. Seven left. Okay, they're nearly done now. Six left. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Five, four, three, uh, and three, and quick heel, two, and one, these Otorok have got to go. And 1,024 experience to general, as well as the 9 combat experience. As, as the last of the Otorok stack, stackers have been crumpled to the ground at your feet, you step back and survey the interior of the tavern. Despite the brutal melee that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. And you're darn lucky about that, because I like that tavern! It's where I... Where I drank Hamatonga ale. A thorough search of the tavern turns up n- nothing of any additional interest, and no clues regarding the fate of the missing villagers. But I guess we should just be glad that it's not filled with bodies. Because, yeah, I think if Otorok was, if Hawklaw was attacked. Can imagine the tavern would would there would be a lot. A tavern would be where a lot of people die if they were going for a full, going for a full massacre sort of thing, rather than just apparently they've, they've killed some people, but there must have there must have been warning. Someone must have warned them to get out in time. No, some of us had noticed them coming and got everyone away in time. Well, hopefully they've got away. They might have got, they might have got caught on their way out. But Otoa can't that fast. So I think if you if if you get if you know they're coming. Then you think you could probably make it to somewhere at least slightly more defensible in time. Although there isn't really that many defensible places in the Hard Hills. There's no there's no castles around. No, no big fortified outposts or or fortresses. Nothing 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 that could withstand. A determined siege. 
Yes, no, no, nothing, no, nowhere with walls. Although I think they shall, they will probably start rethinking that pretty shortly. Determined to liberate Hawthorne and get to the bottom of this sinister vis- business, you turn and make your way back outside. All right, next up is the Hills Feet Inn. The moment you step into the inn, the sound of movement for, from every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, swiftly moving to surround you, are eleven Otorok. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing wood and iron beings. Quick combat. It is slain. Alright, this one's glowing. Ten left. Oh, managed to get up, knock down most of my health pretty quickly that time. But... Anyway, nearly done. Stuns me a bit. It is slain. 10 XP and heal myself up again. 9 left. Oh, enchantment of metal. Hope to avoid 2 rolls of 1. Enchantment of devastation. Hope to score 1 roll of 20. Very nice, very nice. The Otoruk. Glowing Otoruk. There's 8 left. Ah, it's nearly knocking off my full health. Powers, uh, wave touch. Oh, oh, oh yeah, it has that. Ma- oh, uh, wave touch. And wave touch. Oh, I'm stunned. Wave touch. Okay, wave touch. Yeah. Your wave flight touch sends a deathly chill through your enemy. For 37 damage, although I assume that affects the wooden parts more than the iron parts. It is slain. Alright, and quick hit, quick healing. Seven left. That one went a lot quicker than the last one. And nine. And nine. And four. And three. And two. Here it is, the final Otrock. And it's glowing. Uh, I'm going to have to heal myself in battle. Because I forgot to... Ah, no. Hand of healing, 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 hand of healing. Oh, the Otrok is stunned. And it is slain. There we are. 10 XP and 1,024 experience to general. As the last of the Otrok staggers and then crumples to the ground at your feet, you step back and survey the interior of the inn. Despite the brutal mill that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. A thorough search of the inn turns up nothing of any additional interest and no clues regarding the fate of the missing villagers. Determined to yet liberate Hawklaw and get to the bottom of this sinister vi- business, you turn and make your way back outside. I'm just going to pop over to, to Colina. No, no, Colina doesn't auto-heal. Mileswood? Yes, that, that auto-heals. 
Miles Wood, and then back to Hawklaw. Alright, now the Hills Fleet Inn is finished. Next up is the Village Council building. The moment you step into the building, the sound of movement from every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, swiftly moving to surround you are eleven Oturuk. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. Quick combat. This is the first one. Ten left. Quick combat. And eight, nine left. Heal, 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 heal. Eight left. Seven left. Six, six left. That's more than half of them now. Right, this, this one's glowing. You catch sight of a thin, thin figure moving through the shadows on the far side of the room. The figure thrusts a frail arm out towards the O-Truck, and the wooden iron being immediately adopts a faint golden glow. In the blink of an eye, the shadowy figure vanishes without a trace. I'm pretty sure this shadowy figure is Glenoras. Quick combat. Don't know what exactly he's trying to achieve, but... Oturok 3. Just 3 left now. Next up is the Pomultimate Oturok. Quick combat. And there we are. That was the last one. Another 9 XP for, for defeating it. And 1024 experience to general. As the last of the Oturok staggers and then crumples to the ground at your feet. You step back and survey the interior of the building. Despite the brutal melee that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. A thorough search of the building turns up nothing of any any additional interest, and no clues regarding the fate of the missing villagers. Determined to yet liberate Hawklaw and get to the bottom of this sinister business, you turn and make your way back outside. Alright, and here, and next up is... Next up is the stables. The moment you step into the stable, the sound of movement from every corner, this dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, moving swiftly surround you are 15 truck. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. Alright, there's 15 left... Quick combat. Umdro's open ward helps sometimes. The enchantments of metal and devastation help sometimes. It's glowing one for 12 left. And then heal myself up after that. 11 left. Okay, that's one third gone. That's 10 left. 9 left. 8 left. Seven left. Yeah, it's good. They number how many is left, not how many you've fought. Glowing Oturk again. Use a quick stone. Use two quick stone twenties to finish it off. And 
and then heal. Four left, and yep, three left. This one's glowing, but still defeated for another 10 XP. Utuak, nine XP. Last one, another nine XP, and 1024 experience to general. As the last of the Otorok staggers and then crumples to the ground at your feet, you step back and survey the interior of the stable. Despite the brutal melee that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. A thorough search of the stable turns up nothing of any additional interest and no clues regarding the fate of the missing stable. Missing villagers. Hmm. Are the horses okay? Well. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that if they fled the village, they'd take the horses. You know, so you can go faster. Or at least some people can go faster. They probably don't have enough horses for everybody, but. Probably have enough, enough horses to put on the people who can't run fast on their own you know elderly children pregnant women so so that uh, probably probably the anyone who's you know got particularly 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 notable physical disabilities that mean, means they can't run fast or long or either Determined to yet liberate Hawklaw and get to the bottom of this sinister business, you turn and make your way back outside. Alright, gonna heal. Alright, I've done the stables. Next up is the church. The moment you step into the church, the sound of movement from every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, moving swiftly to surround you are five Otoak. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. Quick combat, the Otorok. Alright, now there's four left. And now there's three left. The Pimultimate. Do some healing. And quick combat, the last one. It is slain. 9 XP, that's for the fights. They're all about 9 XP, some of them are 10 XP. And 1,024 experience to general. Ah, that's probably one of the quickest 1,024 experience to general I've ever got. As the last of the Otorup staggers, then crumples to the ground at your feet, you step back and survey the interior of the church. Despite the brutal melee that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. A thorough search of the search of the church turns up nothing of any additional interest, with no clues regarding the fate of the missing villagers. Determined to yet liberate Hawklaw and get to the bottom of this sinister business, you turn and make your way back outside. Alright, that leaves just one building to go. The residence of Umlir the Sage. The moment you step into the sage's residence, the sound of movement from every corner of the dark, frigid structure reaches your ears and fills you with dread. Striding silently out of the shadows on all sides, 
swift, swiftly moving to surround you. A ten Otorok. You quickly find yourself engaged in a brutal fight for survival against the menacing legion of wood and iron beings. There's ten left now. And now that the Otorok crumples into a heap of twisted wood, splintered wood and twisted iron at your feet and 9 XP for defeating it. Alright, 9 left. Quick combat. 9 XP. 8 left. This one's glows. Well, it's been made to glow. 10 XP for defeating that. 7 left. Quick combat. 6 left. And five left. Alright, take a chance to heal. Four left. Three left. Heal, heal, heal. Two left. And one left. Alright. Nine XP and 1024 experience to general. As the last of the Otorok staggers then crumples the ground at your feet. You step back and survey the interior of the sage's residence. Despite the brutal melee that took place here, the structure itself has suffered little damage. In a small room at the back of the residence, you make a gruesome discovery. Lying on the floor, a silver and blue tunic soaked with blood, is Umlir. Clutched in her hands is an iron wad. The weapon you assume she brought to bear in her last defiant stand against the invading Otorok. But why didn't she flee? Could she just not bear to leave her home? Did she think she could, could, could hold them off? Or did people forget to tell her? No, no, I don't, don't think that would happen. No, no, I think in the whole... Uh, yeah, may, maybe it just... They just forgot in the whole panic. Yeah, could have happened. No, but why? So, apparently in this whole village, only two people were left behind. You place her arms across her chest and offer a silent prayer on behalf of the fallen sage. Then, with anger welling up from within, you vow that you will one day see her death avenged. Now determined to rid the village of every last one of its sinister invaders, you turn and make your way back outside. As you step back, back into Hawklaw's silent, snowbound thoroughfare, your eyes were immediately drawn across the lane. Across the thoroughfare, moving swiftly through a drift of knee-deep snow, is the frail, bent, staff-wielding man you previously encounters. He, he suddenly stops and looks in your direction. You persist in your betrayal, he says in a low, wavering voice barely rising above the howl of the frigid wind that tears through the thoroughfare. You further a dangerous insult. The man you assume is Colonel raises his staff and twirls its knotted end. In the blink of an eye, he vanishes, 
leaving no trace of himself behind on the deserted snowbound lane. With a heavy heart and an uneasy sense of foreboding, you begin a final sweep of the village. It is nearly six hours after the defeat of the last Otorok and the departure of the man you believe to be Gnorus that the first of Hawklaw's citizens begin to return to the village. While making your way along the southern edge of the settlement, you meet Clorin, the head of the village militia, leading an armed band of nearly a dozen men north towards the centre of Hawklaw. He strides up and meets you in the shoulder cross, and then proceeds to listen with wide-eyed awe as you relate to Wait to he and his men the details of your victory over the invading force. I mean, I'm very lucky the Otorok didn't, you know, attack more than one at a time. Because I, I don't think I could have survived the two or three of them that ganged up on me at once. But fortunately, they, were, they all decided to stay in buildings. So they could only go out, go out of those buildings and attack me one at a time. Corin and those in the company are deeply saddened to learn of the deaths of Jnau and Umlir. Fighting back tears, the head of the village militia places his hand on his shoulder and thanks you. Again to our rescue, he says. I'm afraid our small, small corner of the world and no little apart from misery were it not for your timely and truly heroic intervention, Sir Crokington. We are, yet again, squarely in your debt, dear friend. Corin tells you that the village was swiftly evacuated upon the first sighting of the invaders. He then orders his men to head back into the forest and retrieve the encamped villagers. Despite having sustained moderate damage during your epic, epic campaign against against the occupying Oswak, and apart from the deaths of Umlir and Gal, the village has survived the incursion largely intact. Within hours of meeting Kjolin, smoke again pours in the chimneys of his buildings, and the dancing glow of flames that frolic, that frolic in the stone-backed fireplace spills out of the well-trampled and newly cleared thoroughfare. Seated next to the tavern's roasting fire with Philippor, with Conrear, Philippor, and two joyless white haired men who sit on the village council, village's council, you will again relate a detailed account of your battle you waged to defeat the invading horde of Ogdurak. Two of our own are gone. But on my word, they won't ever be forgotten, says Philippor. Referring to Gell the village smithy and Umglir the sage. I just pestered Gell the last night about the dozen gold he owed me. Had a good laugh over it, he did. We'll see our older. We'll see our brother and sister honoured as they ought to be. That's on my word. Corin nods, and the two council members mur- mur- mumble their agreement. As you rise from your seat, eager to stretch your legs, Corin summons you aside and asks you to describe to him your previous encounters with the Ultrawak. 
taking cash with your only that if he or he should learn. You relate to him several of your past runnings with the magical wood and iron beings. You make no mention of Coratel or Fogborough in your account you deliver to Corlin. An age of wonder and wickedness, he mutters, shaking his head. Go on, Sir Crokington. Back to the fire and warm your bones. I'll be back in just a bit. There's a lot I've got to check on. You bid him farewell and heed his advice, only to find Pilipor awaiting your return with a frothing wagon. The tagum, the tavern keep thrusts the vessel into your hand and tells you to keep your toes, toes to the fire. Frozen toes aren't befitting for a lady of your standing, he snaps. You're not to get up again until they're half roasted. You shout for me if you want anything. After several days, as life is beginning to return to Norwin Hawklaw, you pay a visit to Corinne and tell him that you'll be setting off on your way. The head of the village militia again thanks you, and says he hopes he'll never, never see another road truck for as long as he lives. You know more about them or than anyone, or so it's so it seems. He says making mention of several of the accounts related to him of the sinister creations. I pray we've seen the last of them in these parts. Do, do you think we have? With no desire to give him false hope, you shake your head and firmly proclaim that you do not. And that is the end of, well, I guess it's a formal adventure, even if we didn't formally enter it. The, yeah, the adventure called A Village Deserted. Because that's what it's about. And you get 3,072 experience to general, which is pretty nice. And, and more nice than that, 1,024 experience to all skills and powers. Which really starts to add up, especially when you add in that that's going to be that's going to be about another 10 it's going to be a about about another 3000 for the quickstone bonus and that is uh, more adventures have now been unlocked The Dark Preludes is, is, well, that's the next adventure in this saga. I mean, there are other things that go on in Hawklaw, but these are unrelated. These are just other things that happened at other non-Otowaki times. Qualifer's heart sank, and slowly, unwillingly, he began to pivot, turning first his shoulders and following, his, following with his head as he dared to place his gaze on what had approached their backs unseen. Hmm, seems like Hawklaw's problems are not over with. But, whatever, whatever he has seen, we will find out in the next episode. But, until then, farewell, fellow adventurers.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.